top of that song, praise the Lord, all you who serve, and right underneath that it says Psalm 113. Um, this psalm, this song, uh, especially the first two verses, are basically based off of Psalm 113, the very psalm that will be in this evening. Um, in fact, after we finish going through the psalm, uh, we might sing it again before we go to um, our time of prayer. Uh, just have a little bit more meaning, maybe, after walking through the psalm, a little bit more context there. Uh, so Psalm 113. I'm going to read the psalm and then we will pray together and get started. Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who dwells on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heaven and in the earth? He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the ash heap, that he may seat him with princes, with the princes of his people. He grants the barren woman a home like a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this evening, we do praise you. Even as we've just lifted your song, or lifted your, your name in song, even now as we turn our attention to this passage, still we continue to praise you, to worship you for who you are and what you have done for us in Christ. And truly, our prayer is that your name may be glorified everywhere that the sunlight touches, from now to forevermore. Heavenly Father, I pray that as we turn our attention to this psalm, that you would guide our hearts and our thoughts, that you would work, your Holy Spirit would work through your word in each and every one of us. Encourage us with these truths this evening, Father. Comfort us, challenge us for your glory. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Psalm 113 Really, Psalm 113 through Psalm 118 are a group of songs that go together. They're called a, the, the Halal Psalms or Praise Psalms. In fact, they are psalms that would be sung at several of the feasts uh, throughout the year. In Judaism, at, at Passover, at Pentecost, at Tabernacles. But really, they're, they're built around Passover. In fact, Psalm 13 and 14 would be sung before the Passover meal every year. Then Psalm 15, Psalm 115 to 118 were sung after the Passover meal. It's a psalm, Psalm 113, that proclaims the great majesty of God and yet a beautiful fact that he takes notice of the lowly. The greatness of God and yet the fact that he takes notice of the lowly. The psalm starts with the phrase, praise the Lord. In fact, you'll notice three times in the first verse and five times in the psalm itself, uh, in the nine short verses of this psalm, the word praise. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. God's people are called to praise God. For the Christian, 
Praise is not something that can be turned on and off. It's not something that we do once a week as we come, we gather together, we sing songs. A lot of times we call that the praise service. But praise is not something we do once a week. Praise is not something we just do as we are singing. Brothers and sisters, our whole lives, for those of us who are in Christ, our whole lives should be praise to God. It is a lifestyle. In fact, Paul himself proclaimed in Philippians 1.21, for me to live is Christ. Every word that I speak, every action, everything that I do should proclaim Christ. Let that be so, Lord. To the praise, to the glory of God, for he is worthy. O servants of the Lord, praise him. Praise him. Praise the name of the Lord. Not just his name, but his name proclaims who he is and all that he has done. Praise him for his attributes. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. From this time forth to forevermore. Praise him. Let his name be lifted high from now to forever. If you've never started before, tonight's a great time to start. From this time forth, from right now, I will praise the Lord. Forevermore. Forever into eternity. Beyond the world. Beyond time. Into eternity. In fact, to praise the Lord here on earth is really to, to join the song of heaven. It is to lift high the name that we will be lifting high for eternity. What a privilege to, to begin to even do that now. As his church, to have the privilege to, to gather and to lift his name together. To praise him day in and day out as we live as we faithfully proclaim his name to a world around us. From this time forth, forevermore. What a privilege. From the rising of the sun to its going down. All day long. From the first waking moments to your last conscious thought. Let your day be marked by praise for the Lord. Continuous, constant praise. The Lord's name is to be praised. It is to be praised. It is his right. He is worthy. It's what he deserves. And it is our privilege. Verse 4 to 6 is really... Very beautiful, powerful verses. In these verses, we see both the transcendence of God and the imminence of God. By, transist, by transcendence, what we mean is the, the idea that God is so far above. We will never be able to fully grasp, to understand. He is high and he is lifted up. He is so far removed, so great and glorious. And yet here we also see the imminence of God. 
that even in his greatness, by the grace of God, he is knowable. The Lord is high above all nations. There is no one on earth higher or more powerful than our God. And yet it doesn't stop with the earth. Not only is there no one higher on earth, the Lord is high above all nations, but his glory above the heavens. The universe itself cannot contain our God. That causes the psalmist to react. Who is like the Lord our God? There's no one like him. He dwells on high. And yet, the beauty of verse 6, yet, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the earth, in the heavens and in the earth. The transcendence and the imminence of God is great and as glorious as he is. He humbles himself to behold the heavens. And not just the heavens, but to behold the earth. He chooses to know us. W. Graham Scroge puts it this way. He says, God is above the highest, and yet he stoops to the lowest. Isaiah 40, verses 12 to 17 is a passage that, like this passage, lifts high God, his greatness. This is who he is. The ocean is like nothing in the palm of his hand. And yet this God knows me. He cares about me. He loves me. In fact, the New Testament, the New Testament in Philippians 2 takes it even a step further than verse 6 here. Not only does God humble himself to behold the heavens and the earth, but he even humbled himself to take on flesh, to come to earth to take on flesh, to be born as a baby, and to humble himself even further to death itself. This great transcendent God who humbles himself to die for me. I think we could take all night to just pause and just to meditate on that thought. The greatness of God who humbles himself for me. In fact, that is exactly the direction that verses 7 and 8 go. These verses, verses 7 and 8 and even into verse 9, very similar to Hannah's song in 1 Samuel 2.8 when the Lord gives her a baby. Also very similar to Mary's Magnificat in Luke 1 verses 46 to 45 as Mary lifts high the name of the Lord, her song of praise. This psalm here, verses 7, 8, and 9 are right along those same lines, almost identical. 
And the thought in these verses is simply that thought that the Lord has regarded me. That's the theme of Hannah's song in 1 Samuel 2.8. The Lord regarded me. He answered my prayer. Who am I? That's the theme of Mary's Magnificat in Luke 1, verses 46 to 55. Who, is the, who, who am I? This lowly servant. And that's the theme of these verses. He raises the poor out of the dust. He lifts the needy out of the ash heap that he may seat him with princes, with the princes of his people. Brothers and sisters, that is grace. We who are so unworthy, and yet the Lord lifts down this transcendent God, humbles himself and, and calms and chooses to make himself known and to take on flesh and to lift me up and to redeem me. He grants the barren woman's the barren woman a home like a joyful mother of children. Those of us who, who grow up in church and in Sunday school, we know the importance in the all throughout the Old Testament of having children, the shame of being barren in the Old Testament. And yet some of the greatest women in the Old Testament walked that path. Sarah and Rebecca and Rachel and the Lord saw them and the Lord blessed them. Because he is a God who stoops to the lowly, who humbles himself to the needy, who loves the weak. He is a God of love and redemption. These barren women, he makes them joyful like the mother of children, which leads to the end of this psalm, the last three words, the same three words that it began with. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, for he is worthy. Our transcendent and yet imminent God, the one who is so high above and yet humbled himself to the lowest, When you put this song even in the context of the Passover, think of singing these truths as you are preparing to partake of the Passover. The God who led his people out of Egypt, literally from miry clay, slaves who had nothing, and the Lord led them out and gave them a land and a promise. It's a beautiful song. It reminds us of the truth of who our God is. Praise the name of the Lord. Before we do go to prayer requests, I do want to sing this song one more time. Praise the Lord, all you who serve him. He is worthy of praise. The Lord's name is to be praised, and it is our privilege to praise him this evening. And so we're going to sing that song and, uh, and then we'll transition to take some prayer requests.